You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Jessica and I are working so hard to continue to bring these conversations to you while managing hashtag mom life amidst a global pandemic and the shutdown of our entire industry. If you haven't already, we would so appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you want more, you can check us out on Instagram at Mama's Talking Loud, on Twitter at Mama's Talking Pod, and on our website, www.mamastalkingloud.com. Thanks so much, guys. talking loud i'm jessica rush and i'm kara cooper and today it's just us on election day whoo daddy we're sending you peaceful vibes yes um maybe take a moment to meditate yes but most importantly vote vote. if you haven't already your time is up you got to go get in line (laughs) y'all today is the day there's no time left and we're just here to remind you to do that. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We knew we were thinking like, what do we do for Tuesday, November 3rd for our episode release? And we thought nobody is going to be listening to, to anything except probably, well, we should listen to things other than the news, but uh, for our mental health. But we thought, you know what? Why don't we just make an episode that's us saying vote? Go out and vote. So if you've downloaded this episode and you're like, hey, new mama's talking loud, it is new, but it's us. You've got us in your ear for for a wee bit of time this morning. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what we could have done that would have been appropriate for today, no. knowing the the state of everybody's mind on today, election day. Um, so yeah, that's it. Hopefully it's comforting just to hear the two of us um, saying vote. We know that most of you probably already have. I, Jessica, Jessica and I both have. Pretty much everybody I know has already voted. Well, and also um, like the amount of people who have early voted have already surpassed like 60% of the amount of people that voted total in the election. In- the amount of people in Texas has already surpa- surpassed the total. 
that voted in 2016. That is amazing. I heard that. Amazing. That's crazy. (gasps) So we're doing it. And we just want you guys to use your voice and your power for good. That's, I mean, that's what we're all about, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, we talk about this and we've had our moments of um, our episodes with social justice. And if you missed any of those episodes, for sure, check out like Laura Bell Bundy most recently, all about women's rights and, um, and just this election in general and, and how her podcast was birthed from the results of the 2016 election, which I think so many of us um, are carrying uh, residual anger and disappointment and sadness. And uh, it's it's driving a lot of our anxiety for election day. And um, Audra McDonald talking to us about Black Theater United and Black Lives Matter and her fight for equality, racial equity and equality. And even hearkening back to Celia, I feel like our second episode um, of our first season, you know, she talks about how she and her family give back to the community. And those are really small ways to feel like you're making a difference. And I, I shouldn't even say they're small. They're big ways. Absolutely. But every, you know, every movement you make counts, especially when you're, you know, modeling for your children how to be members of society. For sure. And I think that's something that has really driven Kara and I to have this be the episode, this tiny little bit of a moment to, to speak to you guys. And it has come... I think a lot of us have been driven out of a place of complacency, right, with regard to our uh, our vote and our country and wanting it to be the best it can be because despite what some say, it is not great right now, far from great. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, we as mothers and as parents, we try to instill in our children qualities of kindness and compassion and um, knowing what's right and wrong. And unfortunately, those standards are not being upheld by the leaders that are running this country and making the decisions. And I think that for us, it's, I, I speak for both of us, I think when we say that we teach our children those things and we try to instill those on our children, we need to hold others accountable for the same kind of qualities. Bullying is not okay. Racism is not okay. Misogyny is not okay. Homophobia is not okay. Denying science is not okay. These are all things that we, the majority of people work to raise good, kind humans. And that should be reflected in the people making the decisions for the future of our children, our grandchildren, for this planet, to have a, for climate, for the climate, for Mother Earth, because y'all, she is shouting at us between the fires and the pandemic and, um, and the floods Warming. and she's shouting saying you have to wake up this has to change and i think an awareness that has happened uh, was desperately needed right i will say and i mean i don't want to say the words that any good has come out of the results of the 2016 election but i do think that feeling like we are being, like our rights are being taken away. They are being taken away. But feeling like our leader doesn't speak for the masses has empowered people to raise their voices in a way they might not have before. And look, I wanted Hillary Clinton to be a president more than anything. But I think the Me Too movement was completely born out of the fact that our um, president uh, is a misogynist. Uh, You know, I think that people felt like they had no choice but to speak out. So let's continue to use our voice no matter who our who our leader is moving forward and 
God, I can't even say <laughs> that those words without feeling a pit in my stomach. But no matter who our leader is, we are going to continue to fight for everybody's rights, for women's rights, for people of color's rights, for transgendered um, and gay people's rights. We are going to continue to fight. All of these rights are human rights and everybody is entitled to them. Um, And so no matter what happens, we're still going to be here next week and we're still going to be fighting the fight and we... um, implore you to do the same. And, and and look, it's okay. It's okay if you need like a moment to be depressed and heartbroken. Yeah. But and maybe there, we won't be heartbroken. But maybe we won't be. Maybe we won't <laughs> I know. Be. Let's put that out there, right? Like, I know. I'm so <laughs> gloom and doom. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I'm just like trying to prepare myself for the worst so that I can be um, excited about it. No, best, but I think so. that that's true. I think we do have to prepare for the worst because I think you know, a lot of people say they were caught completely off guard. I wasn't completely caught off guard last election only because, and I, I, I really thought Hillary would win, but it wasn't as surprising to me. And that's because I'm from Texas and I saw on social media, a lot of people I know in my family, even who, um, who were not here for her. So, you know, I think that it wasn't as surprising because I do, I do know how much racism and how is still out there and how deeply it is ingrained. Um, and that had a huge factor in who we elected, who they elected, we, you know, who they elected in the last election. Uh, and I just think that people didn't really feel strongly about either candidate. It was one of the lowest turnouts of an election ever. I mean, I was listening to the Lincoln project this morning and they were saying that, that like it was a very low numbers. So the numbers Mm -hmm. that are already coming in, this is going to be a, a, it is a historical election in so many ways with the sheer amount of people that are turning out to vote. And you can't help but feel that we've been waiting four years to do this, right? I mean, it's yeah. to make our voices heard. We've been shouting and screaming and still being sort of bulldozed over and rights are being stripped away and courts are being packed with conservative judges and um all we can do, all we have is this moment, I feel like, because we've marched and we've done the things and we've spoken mm-hmm. out, but uh, racism and anti-Semitism, everything is, you know, they talk about how you wonder what you would have done in Nazi Germany and, and how you would have responded. And this is a moment very similar. Are you speaking out? Are you using your voice? Are you standing up for what is right and true and just are you are you acting with compassion and empathy for your fellow man are you caring that there are children still locked in cages at the border remember that because our news mm-hmm. cycle goes so fast that so many things have been left behind and if you are truly pro life pro life doesn't just mean a child that is in utero Pro-life needs to mean those children who are in the cages and pro-life needs to mean that if that, when that child is born and are transgendered or are gay, that you still love them and support them. Pro-life means that you wear a mask and you help get us out of the situation of COVID, of 200,000 Americans dying. Don't y'all want to be done with this? (laughs) Cause I do. Yeah. I mean, I can't help but harken back to very, very early in uh, Donald Trump's campaign. I think it was before he was even the presidential um, nominee. But he publicly mocked a disabled person on on a podium. And I mean, I could 
ball just ta- just saying those words because as a parent of a child who is disabled, it he never should have gotten even to the nomination. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that should have stopped. That should have slammed the door in his face, and it didn't. Um, and that I think Jessica and I were just talking about what's so disappointing about the election in general is that no matter what this man does, people support him. Um, and that's, for me, that is the hardest part is coming to terms with that there are, are many, many people out there who, look, I understand that there are dividing beliefs in our country and that there are conservative beliefs and that there are liberal beliefs. I get it. Um, and we were having a discussion with some friends and um, they know someone who is in oil and they feel like their job is at stake. And you know what? It is. Their job is at stake. And that then that person is a parent and that person is worrying about providing for their children. And I understand that. As a parent myself, I can understand that, um, which I, I think is something that needs to be investigated on all sides. Look, global warming is a thing and we need to move towards uh, more sustainable energy. So if we need to do that, then we need to figure out what to do for all the people who are going to lose their jobs, who are involved in oil and who are involved in that side of energy production. That, but that is a very, uh, it's a very, yeah, it's a, it's a very liberal idea is what I'm saying. Um, and it's a very difficult thing to do, but we need to talk about human decency. Really at the end of the day, our leader should not be mocking people. Our leader should not be talking about grabbing a woman in the pussy. Our leader should not be taunting the fact that COVID is nothing and you can get over it for the, for the 200,000 plus people who have lost their lives in our country. That is a slap in the face. It's about human de- decency, really, at the end of the day. Absolutely. And I think that that is what has been most disappointing, right? It's just that the, the awakening to the fact that there are a lot of people out there who don't care about that, who, who are okay with those things, who I thought for sure, when that came out from access Hollywood and the pussy line, I I was like, it's over, it's over. The the Christians, Christian community will never back him. That's awful. (laughs) You know, the hypocrisy and, um, you you know, the hypocrisy is what makes me so angry. I mean, here's the thing. We, we know our listeners, It's we're preaching to the choir, right? It's very much like on social media, it's a lot of shouting into an abyss that, that generally agrees with you because we tend to follow and be followed by the people that we agree with. Um, but as Jessica said, you know, sometimes family or, you know, where you come from is not necessarily where you've landed. Uh, but we know that you guys, our listeners, uh, are impassioned and emboldened and are are the change makers. Yes. So let's continue. Let's be the change. Exactly. And let's continue to fight for everyone's rights and for a better, decent country. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what I was going to say is that, you know, they they were saying on the Lincoln Project that we don't have we don't have the luxury of debating policy or even voting for policy because we are in a fight to save democracy. I mean, he has steamrolled over any kind of laws that, you know, he, he he claims to be law and order president. He ignores laws. He ignores precedent. He ignores, uh, he's not presidential. He tweets and, and calls people names and he 
clearly hates a strong woman. I mean, there's that, you know, it's like, but women, we are the, we are the change makers, y'all. It's up to us, women of all colors. At the end of the day, George Floyd called for all the mamas because that is still very much happening in this country with nothing being said by the president. All the mamas were called. The mamas have got to show up for everyone. You can't look at the world and not see your own children, right? Everyone is someone's child. That includes Donald Trump. And God, I wish they would have loved him harder because I know that if he had been loved more, he would not be the person he is. But we have to lead with love and we have to be the change and we have to shout and we have to speak up and we have to stand up for what is right because we've all been too complacent and too too uh, lazy within our own worlds. The world is made up of so many people and so many different cultures and religions and all of them are valid and all the life experiences are valid and real and they should be supported as such in the country that is the land of the free and the home of the brave. So let's all be brave, be brave, take a stand, speak up so that we can then all actually be free. And, and continue to have these conversations, have these conversations with people who might not agree with you. You know, I think that that's really what has been lost in our democracy totally. is there's no, there's no bridging the party line. You know, when, when a good bill was on the table before the house and the Senate would almost unanimous, unanimously vote for it. Those kind of votes don't exist anymore. It, it's, if it's in a Republican bill, it gets passed. If it's not, depending on, you know, the state of our House and our Congress, which God willing, everything will go in the blue direction. But regardless of whether it does or it doesn't, we need to start talking to each other and figuring out why we feel so strongly one way or another so that we can bridge the gap and so that we can all meet somewhere in the middle totally. and have a more harmonious country. Um, that's the the really big issue that we're facing, you know, and whoever, look, if Biden inherits this presidency, he has got a, a, a giant job ahead of him, uniting our country, fighting this pandemic, um, you know, continuing to make uh, social change for social justice, but he has to do it with the support of everybody. He has to do it with the support of the Republicans. He has to do it with the support of a Congress and a Senate that can unite for the betterment of the people. Well, and I think that that's why he is the nominee, right? I mean, Joe Biden has a long history of being, you know, similar to how John McCain was. I mean, his, yeah, you know, they were absolutely. best friends and it, like really great friends and, and they were on two completely opposite sides of the aisle but clearly they had common values and common morals and beliefs that, that bridged the gap. And at the end of the day, they were decent humans, right? And I think that's the thing that I think is missing is just the complete lack of compassion and empathy um, from our president is what's holding so much back, I believe. I mean, I think you, you have to just be a cold-hearted person to um, not respond uh, in a way that is, that is calm, that is just, and that is right, and that is kind. And, and he doesn't, he's not capable of that, um, which is so, you know, I, and I think about Joe Biden with regard to, you know, we talk about Trump and women and, you know, there's not a person 
you know, take a look at his staff. There's, there's no one of color, you know, and there are, you know, anytime he talks about a woman, he speaks about them as, um, as objects, you know, and how they look. And he, and he, when he wants to cut a woman down, he comments on her appearance and the way she looks. And he clearly hates women, um, unless he can sleep with them. But I, you know, you've got Joe Biden who has picked a woman and a woman of color to be his running mate. And I, and he clearly is not threatened by a strong woman. You know, I, I was reading an interview with the two of them and, you know, she said, I'm going to be the last person there. And I, I, um, I will call him on things. And Joe was like, she already does, you know, and he, and you know, he clearly is not threatened by a woman of intelligence. He's married to a doctor. Let's just put, let's just talk about that. I mean, he's not threatened by a, a intelligent, powerful woman. Right. <laughs> because he recognizes that everyone, regardless of color and creed and, you know, ethnic background, that everyone is capable and, 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 and strong and able to be a leader. There is not a cookie cutter for a leader. So, and the more women start to tell the stories and the more women start to speak up, that's when change really will happen y'all. So if you're a woman, speak up, use your voice and, and fight for real change because we are the ones who advance the narrative. We are the ones they're scared of us. Because <laughs> who wears the pants, y'all? Let's be honest. <laughs> Especially in these houses in the mom world. It's like, who? Oh nobody can multitask God. like we can. Exactly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. But, but we, um, yeah, we just wanted to get you fired up, hopefully. And, yeah. you know, again, yeah. say no matter what happens, we're going to continue continue to fight the fight. We're going to continue to bring you powerful conversations. Um, you know, we're going to continue to be there as, uh, promoters of social change and, and justice and all that is good in this world. And we know there is a lot of good in this world and we're going to continue to highlight that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So you guys pack your snacks, get your water, Stay hydrated. If you have not voted all already, have your mask, <laughs> have your, have your pen. So you don't have to use one that everyone's been using all day to, you know, sign in when you get there and, um, and, uh, and just practice some self care, um, to get through the next several days, yeah. I think. Rest up. Um, it's going to be. Hopefully it's not more than, you know, a week. <laughs> Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. And, um, and I think we all feel that right. The level of anxiety is there. Yeah. So it's simmering under the surface, but let's try to stay positive, stay hopeful and manifest the shit out of, <laughs> out of change. <laughs> and we will, uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. We'll see you on the other side. We've, yeah, yep. for, for sure. So stay well, be healthy, wear a mask, vote, keep breathing. And vote. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward Weber for our awesome theme song, our producers Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.